0: Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 86. Thank you for joining us on this Memorial Day weekend. Well, Memorial Day Monday. It is actually Memorial Day today, Monday, May 29th. I would like to take a moment to remember some people that I loved who lost their lives uh, while serving in the military. First, long before I was born, my grandfather, Larry, his call sign was country because he was a farmer, even though he was from New York City, turned farmer because of his love for my grandma, who he met while in Iowa one time. He was out on a routine flying mission. My father actually happened to be flying in the formation with him When my grandfather lost control of his plane, it was kind of like what happened in Top Gun where he flew into the jet wash and could not regain control of the airplane and wound up crashing into the ground. So I always think of him, I think about him all the time actually, and what my life would have been like if he had not died. But, um, so I remember Grandpa Larry I also remember my friend Ryan, who was a good friend of mine when I was in the military and uh, stationed at Pope Air Force Base in North Carolina. We were deployed several times together, and um, his entire C-130 crew was killed when out on a routine mission in the mountains. Ryan was really young. Ryan had been recently married for a few years, had small children, as did my grandfather, by the way. Uh, when my grandfather died, it was two weeks before Christmas, and the baby, the 11th child of the family, was two weeks old. So um, their lives and their family lives are forever forever impacted, forever changed, and let's never forget them. The third person that I want to acknowledge today I did not know, but I learned about her through a book by uh, Gail Lemon I have no idea how to say your last name, Gail. I'm sorry, should you ever listen to this. But um starts with T and has some C's and H's and Z's and stuff in it. But um, it's called Ashley's War. And if you want to read about some badass women and find out about what our young women are doing in the military behind the scenes, this group of ladies was trained up to go alongside special operations forces in Afghanistan because they started to realize that women hold a lot of intelligence about what's going on in these war zones but they're not allowed to talk to men so they trained up these women sent them on missions that women were never allowed to go on before and um and they provided valuable valuable information to our uh, intelligence to keep our troops safe but sadly Ashley uh, was killed when a bomb went off on one of her missions, and while you know that outcome from the beginning of the book, it does not take away from the story at all. I kept hoping by the time the book ended, something would have changed and, and Ashley would still be alive, but it's a great book, Ashley's War, check it out, read it, and th- and and just hold these people in your in your hearts today as we go to the lake or the pool or have barbecues and enjoy our family let's remember why we have the freedom to do that Okay, so I really did not mean to lecture you guys today or start off on that note. Oh, I meant to start off on that note. I meant to make sure that we remembered what today is all about. But I'm really excited that we are bringing you Lindsay McCarthy, who is the author of Children's Miracle Morning. We talk about all kinds of great stuff, how Aubrey and I are failures at the Miracle Morning, um how to do the miracle morning, how you can actually do the miracle morning at night with your kids if that is easier, how they came about the idea, how they met Hal, Hal Elrod, um homeschooling. I mean just all kinds of fun stuff. Being brave, affirmations. We cover it all. So I hope you'll check out this episode. It's really a good one. And um have a fantastic Memorial Day Monday. If you're not listening to your your, um, podcast today. I hope it's because you're out enjoying a beautiful day with your family and friends and loved ones. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigwarf and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write Publish Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishcell.co.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love, and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit aubreymathis.com.
0: Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom, so join us and lose the cape. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview busy modern moms and pick their brain for all the good juicy bits of details they can tell us how to do this thing better. If you are struggling with the daily juggle, hopefully our um, podcast is going to help you figure out how to to stay sane at least in this wonderful world of parenting. Today we are interviewing Lindsay McCarthy of The Grateful Parent. This is really exciting. She's an international bestseller now, new, 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 uh, new as of this last week, so congratulations on that. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay grew up in Pennsylvania and was a student athlete at James Madison University before she married Mike, and they started building their lives together. They've been married since 2006 and have two beautiful children. Lindsay worked with Mike on the Keller Williams Greater Pennsylvania Regional Team, but always dreamed to be a stay-at-home mom. When her first uh, child, Tyler, was born in 2009, she put all her energy into that role. Ember came along in 2012 and completing the family. Since then, Lindsay has been busy homeschooling her kids, teaching at OneLifeFullyLived.org conferences, becoming a certified spirit coach practitioner co-authoring The Miracle Morning for Parents and Families with Mike and their friend Hal, Hal Elrod. How many people can say, hey, that's my friend Hal Elrod. <laughs> and co-creating GratefulParent.com. She still enjoys playing field hockey and loves to garden, write, and travel. One of her favorite travel experiences was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, four months pregnant with Tyler. Okay, are you a real person?
2: <laughs> I am a real
0: person, <laughs> That's a pretty, uh, yeah. I I feel a little uh, lame. <laughs>
1: All I don't oh, even know if my microphone's on. It can is. You hear me now? Can hear okay, you. I'm like talk about lame. I'm like I don't even know if I unmuted myself. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Aubrey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Lindsay, we're so glad to have you here. That's, I mean, we've been uh, bouncing around the same Facebook groups for a while, but I had no idea you were so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that that was lame too. Now I guess I'm nervous.
2: <laughs> Don't be nervous. I'm really uh, very down to earth. When you're cool. not climbing Mount
1: Kilimanjaro, sure.
2: <laughs> pregnant, pregnant. <nonetheless>. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just I threw up my whole pregnancy. How about that? <laughs> oh. I threw up climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> did you Did you
2: know you were pregnant or? Uh, I didn't know I was pregnant when we signed up for the trip. I did know I was pregnant on the trip.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just to clarify, you know, you're on the Lose the Cape podcast, right? (laughs) Yeah. You sound like you're fully outfitted in capes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, it's, it's a real treat to have you here today. And um, wow. So I, I, you know I am just like so curious as to how you became friends with Hal Elrod and got to write a book in his series because that's
2: wow yeah that's actually a pretty fun story so we heard him speak at a one life fully lived conference back in 2014 and after that conference we got the miracle morning and we read it on the plane ride home and started implementing it and as we started Waking up earlier, our kids started waking up earlier too. <laughs> like, this is that what's supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah, we're like, um, can you guys like go over there so we can do our thing? And um, you know, it, it took a couple trial and errors before my daughter finally said to me, "Mommy, I want to do what you're doing." And I'm like oh right like why don't we start teaching you guys how to do this too wow so we started teaching our kids how to do pieces of the savers and then in 2015 at the same conference um, mike and i were also speakers so we got to meet you know like the night before they have kind of a speaker dinner and we met hal elrod so i went up to him and i was just like hey i want to tell you we've been teaching our kids how to do this and they think it's awesome and he's like, wait, your kids do it? My kids don't do it. <laughs> he's like, how'd you get your kids to do it? I'm like, they just wanted to do it. And uh, um, a couple weeks later, he told me he was working on a kid's book. And he, we brought our kids to the event. So he met my son, Tyler. And Tyler read his homemade affirmation book for Hal Elrod at breakfast. <laughs> and he's like, can I take pictures of this? Like, I'd love to feature you guys in a book that I'm working on. And we were like, yeah, sure, anything. And a couple weeks later, I woke up with these poems in my head of how to explain the savers to kids. So I wrote all that down and like different exercises parents could do with their kids to get them started down this path. And I sent it, well, I sent it to my husband first because I was too scared to send it to, <laughs> to Hal. <laughs> and my husband was like, this is really good. You should send it to Hal, maybe you can use it. So I sent it to him and uh, the day later, he wrote back like, hey, do you guys want to write The Miracle Morning for parents? And I was like, uh, <laughs> wow. like I was thinking like a kid's picture book. Maybe. <laughs> and he's, he's like, no, you need to teach the parents how to do this. And so uh, long story short, we signed the contract and now we are the co-authors of The Miracle Morning for parents and families. That's a, that's a, that's a cool story.
0: And you know, what I love about that is, you know, Aubrey and I have just started a, um, a new series called live bravely. And what I love about that is that you took a complete and total chance to do something that kind of scared you a little bit by sending that to him and, Mm -hmm. um, and look at what, what, you know, you got to seize the opportunities. That's
2: awesome. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was terrified to go even say hi to him at that dinner,
0: too. But. Right. Well, yeah, we all get kind of um, celebrity shock. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's hard to realize sometimes that they're just people, too. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's so cool. So um, I am really ashamed to admit, because we have had guests after guests tell us that they implement, have read and implement The Miracle Morning, and I have to this day not read it or implemented it. <laughs>
1: Um that's so, okay. <laughs> and and I've read an excerpt from it, like where you download and my husband and I are gonna try next week to get up early. <laughs> but um She's we're committed. really good, we're really good at setting our alarm and hitting snooze. <laughs> like we've got that down until like six thirty. I mean for like two hours. Who does that snooze snooze? I mean, why don't we just get on up. <laughs> I was sure.
0: tired. Yeah. So, so tell us about um, the miracle morning and how the miracle morning for parents and families is different.
2: Sure. So um, the miracle morning, it's just a morning ritual essentially. So a lot of people have misconceptions. Yes, you do wake up a little bit earlier, but you don't have to get up like hours and hours before mm-hmm. you typically would at, Honestly, I only wake up about 15, 20 minutes before my kids. And- oh,
0: well, see, that's so nice
2: to hear because
0: most people are like, I do the Miracle Morning, I get up at 4.30, and I'm like, nope,
2: <laughs> not yeah. happening. It, in the world of Miracle Morning, I get up really late. <laughs>
1: I get up at 6.45. <laughs> like good, good to know that there's, oh, there's, there's yeah, a spectrum. She is normal,
2: 6.45. <laughs> I'm good then. Yeah, I don't feel so bad about myself anymore. And so the, it follows an acronym. The Miracle Morning, it follows the acronym Life Savers, which stands for Silence, Affirmations, Visualization, Exercise, Reading, and Scribing. So you do those six things the first hour or 20 minutes, however long you have in the morning. You can even do it in six minutes, honestly it's it's more about the intentionality of the way you start your day um than at what time you start your day mm-hmm. so <laughs> but the the way the miracle morning for parents and families is a little different is we introduced a new acronym just for kids so you know i have young kids when they started they were 2 and 5 no wow yeah 2 and 6 and um so they couldn't really write yet. So scribing was really difficult for them. So we we scrapped scribing and we said, let's just call it creativity. And you guys can draw, you can paint, you can color, you can play with blocks. It's like, let's just get your the wheels turning in the morning for you. Um, and then exercise we expanded on to include a healthy breakfast. So we call that health. Mm-hmm. Affirmations we kept the same. Reading we kept the same. If they're too young to read on their own, you can do audiobooks. You can read with them. Um, A lot of times our oldest will read to our youngest. Uh (laughs) Um, And then we combine silence and visualization into a category called meditation. And then we added an S called service because Mike and I really wanted to instill in our kids that, you know, it's not always all about you, that we're kind of here to serve other people so we're like let's build that into the, their morning ritual and you know naturally they will just get that and uh so our the new acronym is called charms for kids cool we start when we started doing the savers with our kids about a month into it my son turned to me and he's like mommy i don't get it why do i have to save my life and, oh. <laughs> you know for For a lot of adults, you know, we kind of have hang-ups and we kind of turn to self-development when we've hit a rough patch. But for kids, just starting out, like, they haven't really had these life experiences yet, so it didn't make any sense to him. Like, why am I saving my life? Like, I don't need to save my life. (laughs) So we just, we changed it and we said, well, let's call it charms instead. And, you know, you guys live a charmed life anyway, so (laughs) it makes sense. (laughs)
0: That's That's really,
1: oh, I'm... I, I will try to do that with my children. I don't know that my husband and I can savor each other, but um, you know, I know this is kind of, we can't always put that off onto the schools, but I would think how great would that be? Like if you go to school in the mornings and the first 20 minutes are dedicated to charms, like, um, you know, we try to instill the service part on our children too, but I know a lot of parents out there don't. And that's just mm. kind of, real reality of things but you know I think what a great day that would be for kids to start off just like 20 minutes doing that
2: yeah free time and we started homeschooling the same year we started doing the miracle morning so that is exactly how we start our our homeschool is yeah we do the charms and it is just a really nice way to start the day yeah
0: That's cool. So um, speaking of homeschooling, uh, how's that going? (laughs) We don't homeschool. We don't homeschool. (laughs) I'm always amazed by by people who homeschool and do other things because I think if I homeschooled, like that would be my, I don't know, I just, I'm curious. That would be it, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, so our kids actually go to a, a homeschool support center for lack of a better term. So they're there three days a week. So we still, we kind of feel like we have best of both worlds cause they, yeah. you know, they're, they're going somewhere where they're around other kids, their own age that they get to interact with. And, um, but then we also have this flexibility where we can still travel and mm-hmm. live the lifestyle that we've built. So we're really lucky that we, we have it all. So <laughs> yeah.
1: We contemplated homeschooling and um, I looked into it and where we live, there aren't really any groups and I need that tribe to help me through this cause I don't know that until my children are old enough where they could just get on a computer and take classes. themselves. I have a hard time helping them with homework without losing it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You don't know how to
2: count on your fingers. Yeah. Well the beauty of homeschool too is that it is so flexible. So, you know, all my kids homework is homework i guess but right. uh, you know all the but they're choosing to do it it's not like something i've forced upon them and then they're like yeah oh i have to do this worksheet or whatever it's, so
1: they enjoy actually learning mm-hmm. what they're learning and you, yeah. and you
2: can cater it to their individual personalities and likes so my son is really into um, science and math and not so much into reading and writing so I use his love for science and math to kind of incorporate the reading and writing in. So when we do a science experiment, I have him write a whole, you know, what were our observations and what's your hypothesis? And, you know, so he's still getting in the reading and writing and we do a lot of word problems for math. So he has to read the problem and then come up with the solution. So when you homeschool, you know, a lot of people have misconceptions about homeschool too that like oh my gosh it's going to take my whole day when they go to school they're there for six hours but you know we we're pretty much done school in an hour a day and because it's just short focused time and then you have the whole rest of the day to do whatever you want so (laughs) wow
0: well you know I do have this dream this big dream project and that is um, so when I was probably in my early twenties, my mom's cousin took her three children. Now they had the, they had the income from her husband, which was substantial so they could do this. So I got, I got to figure out the ins and outs, but she took her three kids and they were Probably between ages about nine and 15. And they moved to France for a year and they oh. rented a, a little house and they learned French and they learned French culture and they immersed themselves. And for a whole year, that's what they did. They homeschooled in France. And I'm like, that's my dream. I got to figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> but um, it, it is, it, I do think it's really cool. And I think back to when I was. Um, when I was growing up, my dad was in the army and we were stationed in Germany for a while. And, um, one of the things that I loved about the school policy was they were real, um, let's say flexible on days out of school. If you, if you were traveling and going Mm -hmm. to do stuff. So we missed several weeks of school, but we were going to, museums and cathedrals and learning about European culture and all those kinds of things. And that, I have to say that year probably impacted me more than the other 12 years of, the other 11 years of public education all put together, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: so yeah, I think there's definitely, if you have, and I'm not saying that everybody has to, you know, move to Europe to homeschool their <laughs> kids, but, but I just think that the, the point is of that long, uh, diatribe was that there's there is flexibility and and creativity that you can add in there that you can't necessarily get in a in a school environment but that's cool it's always kind of in the back of my mind but I'm not sure I'm structured enough to actually do it i think my kids would watch tv all day long just be real
1: well, maybe you should yeah. read the miracle morning and then you should start implementing those
2: steps and then you will progress from there. Another rule in our house is that there are no electronics until your miracle morning is done. So sometimes it takes my kids all day to finish their challenge. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine.
0: Yes. That's a good rule. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I'm curious, are you working on any more books or was that kind of like your thing?
2: (laughs) Um, Well, now I'm actually going back and I'm, I'm working on the picture book that I had in mind Ah. at the beginning. So very
0: cool, and what kind of and this is a picture book for the like younger miracle morning children or or something totally different?
2: Yeah, so my idea is to have a bedtime story that parents can read to their kids that will kind of walk them through um, their morning ritual. Mm-hmm. so we always believe that a great morning starts the night before, mm-hmm. so you kind of have to get prepared at night to have a great miracle morning. So like put your water next to your bed, maybe lay out your clothes so you don't have to think about that in the morning. Yeah. Um, think about what you're gonna have for breakfast. And um, yeah, so there, and then at nighttime, we also say bedtime affirmations. So you'll fall asleep quickly and you'll wake up excited. So, and it's all kind of in poem form. So all the affirmations are, are rhyming, so they'll, be easy to remember for the kids That's really so
1: if i were to start implementing this with my girls because i really like the thought of it they would probably at first look at me like i've lost my mind like we're going to get up and we're going to draw something and we're going to have these words of affirmations do you have any advice to like slowly introduce this so they don't think that i'm totally whacked out because sometimes they look at me like that
2: um honestly the best advice I would say is start start it yourself first so then they'll start seeing you do something different in the morning and they'll say hey what's mom doing and so when you introduce it to them it's not completely weird and off the wall because you've been doing it for a couple weeks or a month and then they'll be like okay mom's Jumping on a trampoline, screaming at herself in the mirror. That, that's new, but what's yeah. that all about? You're right. right. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what I do <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> to jump on a treadmill. Ah! Right. But they're like, that kind of looks fun. I want to yeah. try that. So. so are you saying we need a trampoline to implement the morning? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: careful> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: You don't need a trampoline, but it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, gonna- my goodness.
0: My kids would would be okay with that. They'd like a trampoline. Wow.
2: It makes affirmations a lot more fun. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: So can you tell us, like when I hear affirmations, I think of myself standing in front of the mirror saying, you are beautiful, you are smart, you will conquer the world today. (laughs) What kind of affirmations do you actually do with the miracle morning?
2: Yes. So in the book, we actually talk about affirmations and how those ones that you just said aren't always very effective. (laughs) Because, (laughs) you know, you might be saying like, oh, I'm beautiful, but you're looking in the mirror and you're like, Oh, but I have, you know, this little imperfection that, you know, (laughs) right in the back of your mind, you're saying you're lying to yourself right now. So instead of flat out saying like, I am something that you don't feel you are, you can say, I am committed to becoming more beautiful by, uh, you know, exercising 20 minutes a day, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I am fully committed to achieving my goal of writing a kid's book this year by seeking out the support systems I need and going to writer's conferences, you know, so then you're saying what steps you're taking towards that goal versus just like, I'm a money magnet, and, oh, no, (laughs) I'm broke.
0: (laughs) Why why isn't the money coming? (laughs) I've said my affirmation every day for 365 days. Why isn't the money coming? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just changing the language slightly so you don't feel like you're lying to yourself. So saying, like, I'm committed to something or um, I believe – these things are true instead of just like, I am awesome. But for kids, you know, they're not lying to themselves when they say I am awesome. I am brave. I'm creative. So if you can start them off young and, and build their self talk in, in that way, you know, when they are adults, they're not going to feel like they're lying to themselves when they say their affirmations.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I could get my son even to get up five minutes earlier. I literally have to drag him out of the bed every morning. You may be onto something with the start the night before.
2: Yeah. And you know, a lot of people I know, they do it after school, like they're because, you know, schools start really early and it, it is difficult to get a kid up so much earlier. So if they just do it, like, You know work with your child and say when do you think would be a good time for this and maybe it is at bedtime maybe you guys you know do a quick six minute one at bedtime you do a little meditation you read something and you know that can be the ritual so
0: does the book provide um do you have to make up your own stuff or or like does it give guidelines or does it tell you actually how to start like until you can figure out how to make up your own say these every night or how does that work
2: yeah so if you go to tmmbook.com there's a thing that you can download of affirm. there's bedtime affirmations i don't know if hal included his actual affirmations or not but there's tons of them on the internet if you just okay and Hal actually says that too, like steal other people's affirmations until you're comfortable coming up with your own.
0: Right. Yeah. That's great.
2: Cause it's kind of like setting goals. Like I
1: see all these people like, Oh, have you set your monthly goals? And I'm like, um, what are yours? Because like, <laughs> I don't really know, you know, it takes a mindset of creating those goals. And I would probably be that affirmations like, you are amazing. Like you know, I I keep thinking about that Saturday Night Live Alexa. We're on we're the same age. But remember the guy with the curly hair or whatever. You are good enough. You are, and I would probably keep going to that. But I liked your examples, and I'm like, well, how do I, how do I do that on my own? Like I know where I want to go, and I know what kind of life I want to li- live and lead. But actually saying it, like I feel like I would be like blank slate just like uh I'd look at myself like oh god you need to go see your hair because I see your gray coming out because <laughs> I could distract it really
2: easily <laughs> and you know it is weird at first I will admit especially if you're saying them out loud it, it feels <laughs> awkward but you get used to it and meditation is kind of the same way like and when people start meditating, they can't sit still for more than a minute at a time. And their brain's just going a mile a minute. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it. And it, it just becomes uh, part of you. So, <laughs>
1: How long have you, and you and your husband both do it together, correct? <clears throat> mm-hmm. How
2: long have you all been doing it? So we started in 2014. So like two and a half years, I think. And can you kind of tell us how
1: you've grown or changed since actually implementing it?
2: Yeah, I think I've just become a lot more brave and Mm -hmm. fearless, (laughs) you know, and I just,
0: Well, well, I'm just trying to imagine how much more brave and fearless than a woman who hikes Mount Kilimanjaro Mal- right. four months yeah. pregnant could be. What are you doing now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I just got back from Puerto Rico with some girlfriends. Awesome. <laughs> and honestly, traveling by myself um, to a place I'm completely unfamiliar with would probably not be something I would have done a couple of years ago. So <laughs> so just brave and confident in your decision-making.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I, like, I just have this knowing now that the universe is on my side mm-hmm. and you know, that what I put out into the world comes back to me. Amen. Right. <laughs> but
1: not the whole, I'm a money magnet. <laughs> yeah
2: that's not happening people (laughs) and actually when i was in puerto rico uh, my friend and i were talking about she works for a vector for cutco and she wanted to become a realtor rep and i'm like oh i know a girl who's a realtor rep in pennsylvania and then last night my husband and i went to a concert and ran into her (laughs) and i was like I was like, that's just some crazy, because I hope I
1: don't run into so-and-so you will run into them. Like you get this <laughs> feeling like, Oh, I don't really want to run into these people. I don't want to deal with them. And sure enough, where I, it'll be the most <laughs> random place. And I'm like, crap, there they are. <laughs> oh
2: Always. So
1: I, maybe I do the opposite because I'm <laughs> saying to people I don't want to see,
2: I need to shift What? That. Yeah, actually your brain doesn't know the difference. So if you're saying like I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, all your brain hears is the thing that you're focusing on. Yeah, so that's why you should always focus on what you do want and of what you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> Very <Wow>. good advice.
0: <laughs> Very good advice. Well, this has been uh really educational. I plan on checking <laughs> out your book. I don't know whether I'm going to start with the Miracle Morning myself because Uh, one baby steps at a time, but I I would definitely like to check out the parents and families one and see how we can. And and that leads me to one more quick question. So uh, the parents and family one, does it also have stuff for uh, adults or are you supposed to have the other book to go along with it?
2: No, you don't have to buy both of them. Um, The beginning of the miracle morning for parents and families is kind of like a condensed version of the, original and then in the back we've added it's actually kind of a parenting book too so in the back we have the three p's of parenting we call it which are purposefulness playfulness and perspective and Mm. you know those are the three things we think you need to have to be an exceptional parent
0: Mm -hmm. awesome well thank you very much and uh before we let you go where can people find you and your book
2: Uh, Yeah. So the book's available on Amazon and you can see me on my blog at gratefulparent.com or we have a Facebook community. It's just the Miracle Morning for Parents and Families. You can come join us there. Cool. And yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Great. Awesome. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for listening to the 86th episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. You can find all the show notes and links to everything we talked about today on our website or anytime you want to visit our website at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 86. Happy Memorial Day.